Hi there. Welcome to Bias Chinese. This is purely, deeply, truly personal. I'm a Mananian Chinese mainlander, and I've spent the first thirty years of my life in China, which means I've been through the reform and opening up, the earthquake in two thousand eight, the build-up of the Great Firewall, and lastly, the COVID nineteen. In this podcast, I just want to give a common individual Chinese perspective on the things happening, because I'm sick of propaganda, and I simply don't want to be represented by anyone else without my consent. Like millions of the commoners in China, here's what I think. I don't like any China expert, or you may call it sinologist, whose Chinese sucks. I can't help sneering every time I heard some foreigners talk about China and explain why China did this or did that. Then I heard his spoken Chinese sounds like a moron. I feel insulted, not because they talk about China in a good way or a bad way. But I feel insulted as an evolved Homo sapien. How could you be assumed as an expert on China but speak shit in Chinese? How could I trust you read the Chinese documents right and manipulate the Chinese bureaucrats to get the information, the deep dirt you want? Even I couldn't listen to your cranky Chinese. How could the arrogant, self-entitled party leaders stand it? I cannot imagine they give a shit to you, as far as I know. Even if they do, I guess that's because they need a puppy to play up a card called meritocracy, an appealing trap to the elite tribe, by which they can justify their self-approved mechanism with pride. I don't want to distract the issue, but I still want to add one more point: modern slavery is everywhere. Look at Qatar right now. And the story of its World Cup stadium. I suggest you watch Johnny Harris on YouTube. Personally, I rank my country above North Korea, Iran, Afghanistan, Iraq, level up with Russia and Gulf countries. That's including Qatar, and slightly above India and Indonesia, by the standard of my knowledge, my experience, and my gut's feeling. Life is full of uncertainty, but one of the few things that I feel certain from my thirty years' experience is that who speaks the language, who is the lead. Ask any experts what's the key to integrate into the foreign community. Ninety-nine percent of their answer will be speak the language well, very well. So every time you give an opinion about China, no matter you praise it or attack it, you should be aware of the pressure coming after. I'd expect you speak Chinese, and I'd judge your Chinese the moment you speak. Honestly, the second you speak, I've already gotten the result. Cause about this language, the key is the pronunciation. If you speak sucks, I won't take you seriously. However. If you feel insulted for not being taken seriously, here comes the dilemma: 
It's a situation about whether I belittle you or I belittle myself. Sometimes some Chinese confuse the belittling themselves with our traditional habit of being modest, but it won't last long. This confusion. The safe car to avoid this dilemma is to put it first at the start of the conversation. Something like, "My Chinese sucks, so I may get it wrong, but for now, here's what I think." Honestly, I understand how difficult it is to learn Chinese. And personally, I suspect that the current regime doesn't want foreigners to fully master this language, because I checked the Chinese textbook HSK, and I found even the highest level textbook looks like an elementary in my eyes. Not mentioned to the Confucius academies who embedded the propaganda within teaching. By the way. I was a little surprised on how slow you guys found it out when I read your media publicly criticized it, because it's such obvious. I thought you guys know that, so I could imagine how frustrated these students who painstakingly have learned so many years and would feel still hard to talk with native Chinese freely, or still remain on some shallow topics. And I understand why some talk people out of learning it. For example, I watched a French YouTube made by Dobido, and one of the reason he gave is that you can't get useful information by learning this language. He explained, you learn at class something like "Zhongguoda," Japan is small. China is big. Japan is small. Then you graduate and read Chinese newspapers. Still, it says "Zhongguoda," Japan is small. See. You only got propaganda. I couldn't help laughing and agree with him, but I thought afterwards that his Chinese must be good because he wasn't fooled. The logic is simple here: language is for communication. When you find you can't do it, you must realize something is wrong. Apart from the education failure, there exists another big obstacle for Chinese learner. That is. To keep the propaganda out of your study, keep the propaganda out. That's not easy, even for Chinese. It's super hard, actually, as we have it everywhere. But things will evolve. I fell into the trap when I was a primary student, but soon after I found it out. That's another story. Anyway, if you want to learn Chinese, you have to be intelligent, and you have to be smart. If you speak well, we Chinese will know you're smart the moment you open your mouth. Otherwise, you know.